0: Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. I would say Happy Columbus Day, but I think we call it Indigenous Day now here in America. So if you have a holiday, well, congratulations. If not, it's just another Monday, but the beginning of the week and we find ourselves in Psalm 98. Today, I'll be reading from the King James Version, the throwback. (laughs) And it reads, O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness he has revealed in the sights of the nation. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the nations of the earth have seen the salvation of the Lord. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song, rejoice and sing praises. Sing to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of a psalm, with trumpets and the sound of a horn, shout joyfully before the Lord the King. Let the sea roll in all its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth with righteousness, he shall judge the world and the peoples with equity it looks as if we're on a roll here the author um is unknown but this is a psalm of praise but we see that he is right he's exuberant about God as with the last two this asks us to come into God's presence with a song and I don't know about you but I don't have the greatest singing voice yet I sing to my Lord. I sing when I'm in corporate worship, you know, at a church, and I also make up songs and I sing to Jesus. By the way, he loves my voice. But what it does for me, the singing, is it, it allows me another way to express my love, appreciation, gratitude, and thanks, thankfulness to God. I imagine Jesus and the Lord smiling and laughing when I hit those high notes in quite not the right pitch, (laughs) that they are tickled at my expression of love for them. And I can express this in several ways, but we'll talk about that at the end. Now what else does this psalm say? The psalmist encourages us to remember how good God is and has been, and he does this first with salvation that God is good because of his salvation. Now from this Jewish perspective, they weren't speaking about salvation that um, from eternal life. They were speaking of the salvation from being freed from Egypt. You don't believe me? Look at the verse that follows. God's righteousness is revealed to the nation. How does God reveal his salvation to the nations? Yes, I know he did that through Jesus Christ, but when this was written, the authors weren't thinking about eternal life. They were thinking about all that God had done for them within their history. That's what these Psalms are portraying about their history, but they're also a foreshadowing to Jesus. But I really don't think that the authors understood that when they were writing it. And so they're speaking about salvation from Egypt when they were in bondage. And the nations um, that the psalmist refers to, you can think about the people in Jericho, specifically Rahab. Remember when the spies came to her, she said, we know that your God is powerful. And God even states that he delivers them so that his name will be known. You can find that throughout the Old Testament. It goes on, the psalm goes on to state that God hasn't forgotten them and that he remembers the covenant that he made with them. And after this remembering... (laughs) The psalmist can't help himself, but he breaks out in song and probably a little bit of dancing. He can't help but praise God for all that he has done. He gets so worked up that he wants everything to join him in worship, right? Everything, the seas, everything. And it ends with him holding firm to knowing that God is just, that God will come and make things right. The wicked will not go unpunished. Why do you think he included that? in the end this entire psalm although it is a psalm of praise it's also a psalm of encouragement when things get bad remember that God has saved you and what he has saved you from we all have our ups and downs I do and after I have my pity party I come to my senses and I remember that God has delivered me you know how he has delivered me and how much he's blessed me and that he is still in control of my journey. My part is to trust him and place one foot in front of the other each day. We are reminding ourselves that God is just, and it helps us to not lose hope. We see bad things happening in people, not only who go unpunished, but sometimes they are celebrated for their terrible behavior. And it can be frustrating, right? So the psalmist gives us something to sing for, God, his salvation. For us, it is eternal salvation and what he has saved us, as well as what he saved us from here on earth. Saved us from addictions, bad marriages, bad bosses, car accidents, healings, you fill in the blank. All of those could be classified as a form of salvation, right? Now going back to the ways of worship, Singing isn't the only way to worship God. You can do that through painting, dancing, the way we care for our loved one. You know, the relationships, how we care for the relationships around us, how we take care of our cars, our houses, our jobs. Our entire lives are worship. And we pay tribute and honor to God when we manage all that he places in our care according to his instructions. I had a professor who stated that even our papers, excuse me, you know, the assignments that we'd have to do for her class, that even those could be seen as a form of worship. And I believe that they are all that I do. I want to show just how good God is. So lift up your voice today, whether you're a good singer or not, (laughs) cook something tasty just for Jesus. I'll let you in on a little secret. I used to bake cookies for friends and my younger cousins about 10, 12 years ago when I was stationed overseas. And I mean, when I said bake cookies, I'd bake like 20 different recipes. I'd have so much fun doing it. I'd bake all the cookies with different recipes and then I'd partial them out in the various boxes and then I'd mail them. And people would look forward to getting my Christmas cookies. Now, now that I'm older, you know, my My back isn't as cooperative as it used to be, so I don't do it, and my cousins, they've all grown up. But I remember I would wake up in the morning and I'd say, Jesus, okay, we have to bake today. So help me to bake cookies that are tasty, you know, for my families to enjoy. Help me to, you know, be good that I don't mix up the salt or the sugar because these are your cookies and then at the end of the day because I sample every one of them I say thank you Lord we had fun doing this (laughs) these were some tasty cookies that you made I mean I involved him in that that was an act of worship so everything that we do can be a worship to God and you may think I'm a little crazy and perhaps I am but I felt his presence in that kitchen God wants to be involved in every aspect of your life. So welcome him. Welcome him in and discover your unique way, your unique way of praising the Lord. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we come before you thanking you for being a good God. And even though we may not enter in your courts, we're singing, help us to enter in your courts with whatever it is that you've given us as a way to express our love and gratitude for you. For you are a great God. Help us to recognize the many ways that you have saved us. We talked about a few from addiction, from bad marriages, from living in in not so friendly neighborhoods, from maybe just a bad attitude that we had, you know, showing us how to live with joy. You are an amazing God and you save us every day. Help us to recognize that and to recognize that you are just. And so we don't have to get so caught up and disheartened at the way things are going. Not that you're giving us an excuse not to try and make things better, but to ultimately know, Father, that in the end, you will come back and you will make things right. So we place our trust in you and we give you the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving on this Monday. In the name of Jesus. Bye.